Hey, what's up, BTC fam? It's your pleb next door, Saint Bitcoin. Welcome to Pleb Talk Podcast, where Bitcoiners worldwide will get their voices heard, stories shared, and take us on their very own journeys. This is episode four, In the Mix, forged by Bitcoin with Saint Bitcoin, Nick Cantmine, and Optimus Fields. Yo, what's up, guys? This is Optimus Fields at My Living Truth. And uh, hey. we out here on a pod, boys. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Nick at Nick Can't Mine. And I'm really excited to be here with Saint and Optimist. No doubt. Uh, I'm super grateful that, you know, we've gotten to experience this this bear market together. We've been stacking sats together. We've been bouncing knowledge and wisdom off of each other. And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, man, I'm super grateful for the experience so far. You guys are both freaking awesome, man. Thank I'll you. Back at you, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What one of the things that I wanted to jump into just right away is like obviously Bitcoin is cause enough to get you amped, but inside of Bitcoin, what is exciting to you? And you know, I'll start off. Maybe you guys can bounce off that. Is the uh, consumer apps that let you get Sats back for your purchases? I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that uh, one of my buddies got his license suspended for 90 days, and as much as I um have told him about Bitcoin and stuff like that. You know, he's somebody that I work with. What really made it click for him was through his experience, um, he got to start buying Uber gift cards so he can get back and forth to work and stuff like that and start earning sats back. So I really like those kind of consumer apps that get people in the door because they get those sats, they get that Bitcoin and it's like, oh dude, it's that first step to falling down the rabbit hole. You know, they're like, oh, what am I supposed to do with these sats now? And, and I like it. Fuck, that's dope. Uh, yeah, man. Personally, I I'm really having fun with the Lightning Network, just messing around and uh, you know buying little things here and there, trying to get my node upgraded and get channels going, get to it and all that good stuff. But uh, for other people, I'm I really like the those auto uh, dollar cost averaging apps that are coming out right now. Um, I've been looking into that, and that to me is gonna be insane for for the average normie like you know our parents and our friends that aren't as avid bitcoiners as us they could just like turn on that subscription to their bitcoin and they just keep buying and forgetting about it and then before they know it they'll have you know a nice little stack and i think i think our friar friar house has has been on to one with that auto dca campaign so shouts out to him and everyone else doing good shit in that area yeah. Um. One thing I saw that uh the Twitter account Lolly leaked. I'm sure you guys all know that. Um, they posted a screenshot of an app and they said like coming soon or they had like the eye emojis or whatever. And that's what I'm really excited for because I'm really hoping that they'll allow us to do in stores sats back because sometimes oh. I want to buy something for like a family or friend or myself. And I don't want to order it online or they may not have it online. And I hate purchasing stuff in stores because um, I can't get sats back. You know, I did all my Christmas shopping online to get sats back. And I looked around on different websites to make sure, you know, I wouldn't buy on a website that I couldn't get um, sats back from. So I'm really <laughs> excited for all of that. And the Lightning Network. Yeah, um, I was really surprised once I got my uh, note up and running how easy it was, especially with the Sats back app. It's so easy to use Lightning. And one thing is, when I was a shitcoiner, all the shitcoiners would talk so much crap about Lightning Network, saying it's too hard, it's too this, it's too that. And then I just realized that's a, 
that's all bullshit. Like the Lightning Network is, is from my experience, is really good, and I haven't had really any problems with it. So I oh think- yeah, the, the, sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Just want to say Lightning. I I've been on for like a year, and it's so much easier now. It's incredible. Like it's only getting easier. So I think there is a common theme here between all three of us that, um, yeah, maybe it's uh, a common theme between many Bitcoiners, but it is the idea of making it easier for the common person who who doesn't know a lot about Bitcoin or who is not a Bitcoin junkie like us to, uh, you know, start their journey, start investing, start saving and start learning about the future of money and, you know, how to better themselves. And I'm really excited to see all of these apps and services that are being created around that. And I really think that that's going to grow big in 2020 along with the Lightning Network. And one thing I'm really bullish is on is the people of Bitcoin because there's always new ideas floating around. There's just always someone like out there working on something silently that you may not know that's going to come out with something that's going to improve uh, Bitcoin in some way. Yeah, I saw someone tweet, I think it was Dr. Bitcoin MD, and he was like, Bitcoin's a black hole that just sucks in the smartest people or like gravitates the smartest people around the earth to it. And I I 100% agree with him on that. I really I really liked how a heavily armed clown put it. Uh, what do you say? He said, um, it's like Bitcoiners are just a bunch of idiot savants that fell through the cracks. <laughs> and now and now when we like get into bitcoin it's like all our our life skills are just you know perfectly suited for whatever the hell we're doing over here and yeah i've been thinking about that tweet a lot nice nice that's awesome so um i know one thing that we were talking about before is learning and education maybe i'll start with you nick so over this last year how has the scope of your life changed through i guess learning you're someone that is in college, right? So your life is full of learning right now. You know, I remember when I was going through school, uh, middle school, high school, and college, like <laughs> learning is something that, you know, I, I, I always didn't want to do because I found so many topics that were so uninteresting to me. I think at least for me, um, you know, Bitcoin has, has sparked that educational fire again. You know, maybe you guys want to talk a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like I have a new love for learning. Um, in school, and even now, I gotta admit, it's not always the most, you know, fun or interesting stuff we're learning. Like, I feel like in school, in high school, and in college, I've always just like done the work and studied and stuff, you know, because I kind of have to, like, or at least that's what I've always been told. When it comes to Bitcoin, it's like this is something I'm actually interested in and I actually want to know. So, Like, let's say if I have a test in school, like they tell you to study, you know, weeks in advance so you know the knowledge. But I always end up studying like a couple hours the night before the test and like, you know, do whatever the you know, whatever I want leading up to it. But like with Bitcoin, as soon as I see something that I like, it's like studying for weeks and I just want to know more and more and more and talk about it with people. And it's completely changed my outlook and I think it's helped me do better in school really um I got almost all A's this past semester and my GPA is doing pretty good um and it's really made me like take my time on my schoolwork and like research things more because like if I question something 
before a pre-Bitcoin Nick would have just, you know, went with it and like got a bad grade or whatever, or, you know, not really known a lot of knowledge about what I'm researching. But now it's like, if I don't understand something, I like dive deeper into it and actually like try to understand it, which has really helped me. Nice. So, so I'm getting the sense that through your journey and passion for Bitcoin, that one of the things you're learning through it is discipline. Oh yeah, definitely. Hey, uh, so it's funny in my view, cause, um, I'm on the opposite spectrum of Nick. I'm about to leave my twenties and to feel like I am now hitting a stride where I'm learning exponentially and actually improving my lot in life by, you know, reading Austrian economics books or like coding books or even just uh, bullshitting with our friends on Twitter and having them roast you and all that. It's all a learning experience. And so to be able to be in a position now where I feel like I'm actually improving because I'm, I'm putting in the effort, you know, like proof of work isn't Ooh. just for Bitcoin, you know, like it's, it's become a philosophy in my life where I don't like to take shortcuts anymore. It's more of like, am I proving my worth? You know, am I doing the work to get to where I want to be? And now I realized that you, as long as I put in the work studying and, and listening to podcasts and, and growing as a person, it doesn't really matter what happens with Bitcoin per se, because I've already grown i've already have better behavioral patterns as a result of this process and so you know it's it's only gonna go up from here and literally numbers gonna go up so it's gonna be even crazier and this this year of learning it's changed me so much i i can hardly even remember what i was like at the beginning of the year and looking back on that is like wow you know i'm so grateful to all our friends and everyone that's been a part of this journey I'm just happy to be where I am, man. It, it just feels good. I'm grateful. I'm content. And I just can't like stop studying at this point. And I just want to study more and seeing you guys hustle makes me want to hustle more. And so it's just a feedback loop of learning and getting better. And this is what Bitcoin does to you, man. It's crazy. The big facts. Yeah, big facts. <laughs> the, the knowledge that you're acquiring the wisdom you're learning through experience and the networking that you are uh, curating through Twitter, right? Like all yeah. of these, like all of these things are are very valuable assets, and um, they're going to propel you in your future. And it's uh, really cool that we uh, that we get to bounce this off of each other and uh, grow and prosper together. You know, one hundred percent, dude. I think it's pretty cool that. Uh everyone in here likes the same things like for example like working out eating good saving money stacking sacks like that's a cool thing to do here you know you get praise for that but it's like with uh normies if you're like always working out eating meat you know saving money you're kind of they kind of look at you like you know is there something wrong with this person like why aren't they going out spending all their money like not well, just lay on the couch and do this and do that. You know, well, why not eat McDonald's? Come out of this world and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind is opened to this reality and your mind is open to 
all of the lies and deception in society, you know, whether it's uh, what social norms are supposed to be or what money is supposed to be, you know, you're very awakened to these things. So it is very much a, a life experience and it's a very much inward changing, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me change as a person a lot and change for the better. And I couldn't be more grateful. 100%. I just want to add on the, this change uh, topic. It's it's very much reminding me of um, like what Hayes and uh, Gigi are, are saying with the Bitcoin religion stuff. But I look at it more of um, I liking it to, you know, a personal spiritual journey or the shamanic hero's journey where you go through life and you know whatever whatever little small things that knock you off that path basically lead you to where you're supposed to go and it's amazing to feel like i stumbled into this bitcoin space at a lower point in my life and now feel like oh wow i have a strong foundation to really succeed now and it's thanks to what i've learned through bitcoin And it sounds corny because it's like, okay, yeah, whatever. We've all heard the stories, but it's real to us. Like, I know for a fact it's real to say, and Nick, because we've been doing it all year. I can see the growth in you guys and in myself. And it's, it's just a trip to have, it's like, did you guys ever play sports? Yeah. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, It's like when you're in team sports, you you know you have the group it's like your ride or die group and you know like no matter what we're gonna go to war together and i got your back you got my back and i'm only as as strong as the weakest link and so having everyone propel each other forward and and push each other just is gonna make us all better bitcoiners and we always say in the pleb chats uh, steel sharpened steel and pleb sharpen plebs like that's what we do even though we troll the shit out of each other it's really forged by bitcoin that's kind of why i feel that that was a good topic for today is this this is or bitcoin is making us better people just by you know existing and us adjusting our lives to what bitcoin is and it's a beautiful thing i just it's going to be incredible to see this happen to you know, our normies in our life and see what that change looks like. It's going to be incredible. Going back a couple minutes ago to what you guys were talking about, you guys mentioned savings. Saving is definitely something that I have taken immensely more seriously since I've gotten into Bitcoin and studying economics and the truth about money and all this kind of stuff. There's a lot of things that I could be doing with my money. There's a lot of places that I could be going with my money. But, you know, I choose to put that aside and save it for now because I see a greater purpose for it. And I think that's also a very life-changing experience as well. And it makes you look at the world differently. It makes you look at yourself and examine yourself differently. So maybe you guys can bounce off of that and talk about that a little bit. Like I have a friend who goes to Europe all the time. He, um, he goes across the country, the United States, I mean, and, um, he travels everywhere, and I would love to do that. I went to Europe for the first time my senior year of high school, and I loved it. My, I was talking to my parents, and they feel comfortable letting me go over there whenever I feel like it, like unsupervised. So I know I can like do whatever I want, but I would much rather save the money because the feeling of financial security is, to me, it's just a feeling like no, like no other. 
the ability to say I can afford this or I can afford that or if something bad happens I have enough money to cover it or you know it's just stuff like that it's it's a feeling like no other and I love it it's it's like safety 100% what was that tweet that you said Nick uh, once the stats hit the cold card I sleep I sleep like a baby or whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey real talk right there <laughs> now that like guy like laying on the cloud or something <laughs> yeah, 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 that was hilarious. But uh, yeah, uh, I would say the same thing. Without Bitcoin, even though I've always been one of those person to, you know, try to hoard a couple of dollars under my mattress, not understanding the whole financial tools that you could use in the past, I would just blow through most of my money. I, I was basically a self-proclaimed beach bum and just enjoyed my life and didn't really need too much and went paycheck to paycheck and was just very high time preference behavior and really not thinking too much about my future. And then this past year, it's been a a slow, a slow conversion into thinking long-term. And like I said, I'm I'm about to leave my twenties and like most people my age I don't have much to show for it except for experiences and you know most people say that's all well and good but it's like man I don't want to break my ass for the rest of my life and so this year has been very much a year of chipping away at all my bad behaviors and trying to eliminate all this high time preference consumer uh, behaviors that I have because I'm starting to realize that if I can just save some of my profits or some of any money that I get, it's going to be worth more into the future. And so let me just break my ass a little bit now and save and the future will be will be a lot better than it is now. Like I have legitimate successful behaviors now by saving by by opportunity cost and and thinking about is this really what I want? Marie condoing my sats, you know, or my money. It's like, am, what am I going to buy really going to spark me joy in my life? Or am I just trying to fill a void by buying something new, as people mm. call with retail therapy? And so, you know, we get a bad rap because we're all holdlers and we don't want to fucking give away our sats for some little trinket. And we're not supporting the circular economy of Bitcoin and yeah, I agree with that to an extent. Like I buy things with, with my Bitcoin too that I really, really want. But it, it makes you think about your sets and it gives you a whole new view on what this money is worth to you. Like a dollar, a dollar doesn't mean much to me, but right now, what, 10,000 sets? Like that means like a lot to me, you know, $20 means shit to most people, but 200,000 sets, like shit, that's a lot of money. And so the opportunity cost of, what this dollar is worth takes on a whole new life once you start saving Bitcoin, because why am I going to give away something that's going to be worth more for something that's, you know, a cheap little plastic thing made in China? Like, it makes no sense to me. So we Marie Kondo our lives and we buy and do the things that really matter to us. And so we don't just do things frivolously and we're not always, you know, doing the, the dumb thing with our money and we can make some better decisions and it's just going to compound on each other and saving bitcoin really is life changing not just cuz of the profits but just what it does for you like it's hardened us it's made us into better people
I agree with that so much. <laughs> I remember in high school one summer, I worked at a pool. By the end of the summer, by the way, I got paid like dog shit, like minimum wage, like bare minimum wage. It was like 7.30 an hour or something. And um, I remember after I'd spent some of the money and saved it, I had about f- like $500 left. And going into school, my friend talked me into buying an Xbox with like a couple games and stuff. And I remember getting home, sitting there on my uh, basement floor, like about to unpack it. Then I looked at my bank account and I had no money left. And I thought, God, I'm a, such a fucking idiot. And I, I, I immediately drove back to the store and returned it and got my money back. And that right there was like, that's something that also sparked in my mind. Like, I can't be an idiot with my money. Like, I'm not going to just save up for something and then buy it. Because then, like, it's a fucking Xbox. Like, I, I would much rather have the money than that. In in my career, um, I work in the entertainment slash production industry. And it's a very, very high time preference environment. Um, money comes very quickly and money is lost very quickly. I see it in my uh, freelancing coworkers, you know, they're always looking for the newest pair of Nikes or the upgrade to their BMW or to get the 75 inch TV because they only have the 70. And, and it's things like that where we're grateful that we have a career that affords us the money to do those things. But, you know, when you think about the long term, you know, how how detrimental those things are to your future and your future generations and stuff like that. When you're stacking Satoshis and you're looking at your stack of Satoshis, it really does make you look within yourself and it really makes you appreciate the time, the effort, the energy and the labor that goes into those Satoshis. Not only Bro. not only the work that you put in in the in the real world to acquire the compensation to get those Satoshis, but also you know through Bitcoin's protocol, the time and the energy that goes to getting those Satoshis. Dude at school <laughs> i there's so many people who walk in with either a coffee every day a soda every day there are kids at my school who walk around with supreme and gucci and louis on and i just look at them i'm like why so <laughs> like, i didn't mean to interrupt you but i don't want to forget my thought when you get into Bitcoin and you start thinking more about your future and uh, investing and, and you know, your, your family and all these other things, right, it really makes you uh, change the way you consume. So, for instance, I haven't bought myself any new dress clothes in almost two years, right? So when I do some of my gigs, I have to play the part and wear really nice clothes, right? So when I went to the mall... I went into, it's a clearinghouse now, right? It's a clearinghouse for all the other department stores. So instead of going into the high time preference stores and, and wasting a lot, a lot of money, I spent probably about an hour and a half sifting through the endless amount of racks of clothes in that store. I literally got $1,200 of dress clothes for 300 bucks. And it, and it was just having that mindset of stacking and thinking about tomorrow and stuff like that that really changes your perception, even in the things you consume. You just saved yourself millions of sats. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Man, but, we're such dorks. We can't even, like, dude, you saved so many sats, bro. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you, man. 
<laughs> Doing God's work over there, Saint. <laughs> Uh, too funny so that brings me to my next point like there's a lot of mental shifts through this journey your name is optimist man so optimism and uh hope and the hustle and purpose and mission you know these are things that are all curated in the mind and heart on this journey so maybe you want to expand on that a little bit all right bro well like optimist fields is like a super super fucking hero that i that i memed you know and it's like the best of what i want to give to the world and to me optimism is something that the world needs right now especially in my own life like i've i know that i am probably at times one of the most cynical and I, if you follow my twitter you probably tell because i just joke a lot and i bring myself down to just make a joke or whatever but in my view it's all about just keeping a good perspective on who you are. And I can't, you know, elevate myself too high and I can't, you know, drag myself too low in the dirt. So it's about finding that happy medium of pursuing what you like in life and being passionate about it. And if you're smart about it, you're going to have to have some optimism in it because the whole world is going to tell you your shit. And so if you don't believe in yourself, then you're not going to get anything done. And so optimism in my mind is a, is a key virtue for all of us to have but it's also a dangerous virtue because you can be optimistically naive and get yourself in in a lot of bad situations and so you have to work on yourself to a point where you have self-confidence in what you do and you can be optimistic in the face of adversity and it's not an easy thing to do like it's taken me you know since i was nick's age to get to this point so it's you know closer to a decade to to get to a point where I can talk about this stuff with people that aren't close to me and I don't feel comfortable with them because I realize that it is a superpower like optimism is a superpower and if you can if you can just look at the bright side when shit's going to hell and and keep calm you, you know keep calm and stack sats like you're going to be good to go and and now it's not only is it a superpower a mental superpower but we have you know, Bitcoin is is our weapon of choice, it's, you know, and as long as you're stacking stats, I, I don't see a reason why you're not optimistic at this point. Like if you're if you're if you're one of us that, that's stacking, I'm pretty sure you have an optimistic view on what the world is going to bring. And so we're just hustling to make that happen because we have it. We have a, the greatest opportunity ever right now like no one's had this opportunity and we're right in the thick of it and i'm just com coming into stride and man i i i need to i need to like dampen my optimism because at times i'm like wow like the future is looking so good like i i need to take a chill pill because because it's almost too good and and i don't want to take it for granted and so i'm just doing what i can to you know be the best man that i can be and I know I, I fall short of that and I miss the mark, but as long as I'm breathing, I'm going to try to get better. And that's all I can really say about that. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Nick, what about you? That was so long. Can you repeat the question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 man. You got lost in the message, man. That's that's a that's a, those, those are words to the soul right there. Um, 
going back to optimism and hope and, and purpose and mission and the mental shifts that have come with Bitcoin, you know, maybe you can expand on that a little bit. Oh, yeah. I remember trying to figure out what I'm trying to do with my life, and I still am. And I remember people would always say, like, oh, well, what do you want to do with your life? And I'd be like, well, I wanted to be a, a pro sports player, but that's not happening. So I would uh, tell them, I'd be like, you know, there's this thing called Bitcoin that I'm really interested in. And they'd be like, oh, that's cool. Well, what kind of jobs can you get with it? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'd probably have to be like an entrepreneur or, you know, find my own path in it. Because, you know, Bitcoin's not a company. They don't employ people. And um, they're like, oh, that's cool. You know what you should do? You should go to college and get a normal job. And, you know, don't do what you want to do. Like, you can do the Bitcoin stuff, but only after you do everything else. It's like, that's always the message I get from people. And ever since coming into Bitcoin, mainly Bitcoin Twitter, I always meet people. Like, I remember I DM'd American HODL one day. It was a slow day at work, and I was like, dude, like, can you tell me how you got to where you are? And he was just chatting with me, telling me, like, dude, just, like, bust your ass, like, work hard and everything, like, like, fuck what other people say, do what you think is best, um, and that really, like, that gave me a lot of optimism, that really gave me a lot of hope, because it's, like, wow, I, I really can, like, go out there with Bitcoin and, you know, live the life I want to live as long as I work hard and, more importantly, smart, uh, I don't have to live a a life I don't want to live. I can, you know, go out and experience new things that many people don't get to experience. I get to learn things that most people don't have time to learn. And it's really, it's really been a great impact on me. You, Optimus, you said something about optimism. I completely forgot what it was, but I was going to relate it to something, but I completely forgot about it. You and I both. something about something right so one of the things that i kind of wanted to to bounce off what you guys were saying is i think bitcoin has uh actually reinforced some of the values uh that i hold to some of the ideals in my faith there's a nice little back and forth about with purpose and and a mission right so whatever is in our heart, right? We have a purpose and mission that we want to see in the future, right? With the purpose and the mission, right now, it's very important that we stay content and not impulsive. But because we have a purpose and a mission, that content is not mixed with complacency. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think Bitcoin is actually a giant test of human patience. And one of the reasons why I say that is I see a lot of Bitcoiners and I hate when they say this. They say, oh, I don't have hope. Right? I don't have hope. I have Bitcoin. It's so backwards of a thinking. You know, the definition of hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. And what I wanted to expand on that is as Bitcoiners, we have hope because we have the verification of this public ledger, the scarcity, the immutability. These, the censorship-resistant qualities, we have this foundation built, and we can't see what 
a hyper Bitcoinized world, but because we have this foundation, we're able to conceptualize in our mind a better tomorrow. And that's what we're hoping for. So I think every Bitcoiner has hope, whether they uh, like to believe it or not. I'd agree. I mean, Bitcoin is hope, you know, like as far as I'm concerned, every every 10 minutes that a block is propagated further instills, you know, my my idea that the future is going to be better. Like I truly believe in the idea that Bitcoin will usher in the next renaissance with the idea that if people are free to do more of what they like, then we're going to bring more good into this world. And so that's one of the hopes that I see in this world and, or I hope to see through Bitcoin is more people doing what they want to do, meaning more people are adding to the world versus taking from the world. And as someone that has been a taker for so long, I, I want to add to the world. I've always wanted to add to this world. I just didn't know how to. And now it seems like if I have a little patience, because I've, I've noticed my own impatience in my life. And even in the last couple, like the last month or so, you know, seeing the price drop a little bit and thinking that it was going to pump after that 14K, you, you start getting that little impatience. You're like, oh, man, like, fuck. You know, you do start to doubt yourself a little bit and then you and then you start studying some more and you're like, nah, like, fuck the bullshit. Like, I know what's going on. And so it just makes you become better, you know, like hardens yourself. You you got to keep chipping away at, at your mentality so that you're nothing but pure, pure meat, you know, trim away all that fat. And I know in my own life that impatience is one of the things that has gotten me into trouble in the past. And so. It's it's like uh, as as Neil Bitcoin vending always says, you got to find your Bitcoin Zen. And ooh yeah, it's it's starting to kick in, man. One thing that gives me hope is you know after learning about Bitcoin, you know seeing all the possibilities uh, they can be used for in the future, and even unknown possibilities that people are yet to think of. When you look at like third world countries and people who don't know what Bitcoin is and you know, really places that Bitcoin's going to thrive, that makes me even more optimistic and hopeful that Bitcoin's going to catch on and be used for the people who really, really need it. You guys are great people, and I'm super grateful to know you guys, super grateful to be your guys' friends. And, I, and you know, I hope we all get to meet. I hope we all get to hang out. Um, I kind of wanted to wrap up this chat you know, pleb talk podcast, or uh, I like to keep them on a little bit of the shorter side. It was great getting to hear your guys' heart, getting to hear your guys' experiences, um, getting to hear what you guys have learned and how you've expanded your consciousness and your lives. And I think it's, I think this is going to be very encouraging to a lot of people. I, yeah, I really, I really enjoy coming on here, even though this is only my second time. You know, I, I really hope to come on here more, especially with Optimus. Like, you two, plus many other Bitcoiners, I love talking to and interacting with. And getting on here is better than texting on my phone, you know, tweeting and stuff. Yeah, man. I'm honestly, I'm just humbled and grateful that you guys accept me as an equal, as a Bitcoiner. It makes all the work and all the studying and all, you know, all those blood, sweat and tears for those sets. It makes it all worth it knowing that. I'm not alone in this struggle anymore because for years it's been like, it's been like that. It feels like I was just alone on the journey, stumbling through the darkness. 
and now I have a thousand crazy Bitcoin lunatics that do the same <laughs> thing as me. And we're all doing it and we're all getting better and we're all pushing each other. And it's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. And it's, I, man, I'll come on anytime with you guys. I'll do this anytime. Like this is, this is where it's at as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I think we're going to have to make this a thing now, whether it's once a year or once a quarter, <laughs> I think this is going to have to be a thing. <laughs> all yeah, right. I'm down. All right. Yeah. So it <laughs> well, is. Well, Hey, much love to you guys, man. I'm so excited to uh, start a fresh new year with the plebs, with the broskis, with the Bitcoiners. It's going to be a wild, wild ride. I'm grateful I get to experience it with not just you guys, but all of the Bitcoiners in our circle. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Pleb Talk Podcast with Saint Bitcoin, My Living Truth, and Nick Camp Mine. Peace. Peace out, yo.